Welcome to Season 2 of the 52 Weeks Podcast. A series where four people come together to dream big, start small, and act daily. Hey guys, this is Meredith. This year, I want to kill it at learning the guitar and make yummy recipes. Why, hello! Steph here in 2021 is going to be my year to run faster, eat all the veggies, and read more than ever before. I'm Heidi, a new addition this season, and I'm excited to be here. This year, I'm slowing down, showing more gratitude, and embracing the whole spectrum of real life. I'm the base of the podcast, Josh. This year, I want to have a failure each day and achieve my goals for my company, JP Couture. Make sure to subscribe so you don't have FOMO. Welcome to week 20. I feel like last year, Meredith, it took forever to get to week 20. Now, granted, we were at the beginning of a pandemic. (laughs) A lot changed last year. (laughs) But this year, I'm like, whoa, we're already at week 20? Crazy. How are you guys' weeks? I remember this one. Because remember last week, I was like, I have no idea what happened. (laughs) I was on vacation. Oh, yeah. Did you have fun with your sisters? Didn't you go with your sisters this <laughs> I, weekend? I went with my family. My niece was going through the temple and graduating from SU. Oh, yeah, because you told us, Cedar hey, City. suckers. Yeah. Um, so it was good. We did some little sightseeing down there. Got to go to the temple. That was awesome. And so proud of my niece um, for graduating like a big kid. That's exciting. Yeah. That's good. So it was good. And Heidi, you went to Arizona? I went to Arizona. My friend got married. And it was fun because I forgot. I guess I just didn't realize that I would be seeing other Arizonaites, right? I mean, I knew some of my close Is that what you guys call yourself? No, I just came Hmm. up with that. Um, (laughs) Arizonians. Um, I knew there would be the close friends, right? But I had forgotten, like, some of the other people that would have been in the ward because they they live in Arizona, so it's easier for them to go and to like show up and be there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that was really fun. I mean, just running into people I didn't expect to see. And then she had it at um, a chateau Ooh. and there was a hidden room in the basement behind a moving bookcase. That's oh so my cool. God. Yeah. So the whole night we found out about it at the beginning and we were like, okay, how do we, we call it the dungeon? It was really a wine cellar, but dungeon sounds mm-hmm. cooler. So we were like, how do we get into the dungeon? And so all night long we were coming up with ways that we, we were like, do you move a book? Do you have to tap somewhere? Like, how <laughs> do we get in? Um, and then we got to go in at the end of the night after most people had left. So that was really exciting. Dungeons. Yeah. So you had your own little escape room. Yes, yes. Kind Except of. if they were to close that, I don't know that we could have escaped. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really good. It was fun. And then, Josh, you took a snazzy picture at a nice mansion-y place for your thing. Oh, yeah. So we had our... I can't remember what you were talking about. Um, yeah, you just had, updated your profile picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we um, did a photo shoot on Tuesday, and the theme was Black Swan. And Ooh. that is the reason why she was in a black dress, and he was in a darker suit. And so, yeah, the the lighting and everything up there was just amazing. And we were waiting. She was doing her own photos around the table, Mm-hmm. And so me and the my model were just hanging out, and he's like, "Hey, you want me to get your photos?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> cool. Mine as well. So yeah, we did a little own little photo shoot and took a lot of photos of each other, which cool. It's kind of weird now saying it out loud, but um, <laughs> but it, but it's always <laughs> nice to have a good like headshot, you know? Yeah. So. Right. So that was fun, um, and hopefully. Uh, the event planner that put it on is wanting to uh, have it published nationally. Oh, cool. And so some publications have issues if you post it beforehand. And so Um. all the photos were like behind the scene photos I posted and they're all on like a a 24 hour time frame that they'll just be deleted. That way there's no indication that they were posted. It's just so it doesn't prohibit us from getting public or having those publicated. Cool. So. 
That's fun. But um, I did go hiking, didn't go biking. Um, I did connect my Facebook to a calendar and rewrite the not page, and I went dancing, which was really fun. So you got all of your things? Except for one. Good like job. Well, depending on, maybe I could do it tonight. We'll see. Do you want me to change? Yeah, the sun is like really bright. Thanks, May. Um, oh man, <laughs> that's a lot better. Um, how were your goals, Mary? It was good. I had set one. I what? achieved it. What was your goal? I don't remember. I don't have my planner here, but I did do it. Oh, and we did didn't write, write it, it down yet. I know, because I had it in my planner, and my planner is in a backpack. I'm still, mm. I have not unpacked from the weekend, and I took it with me. Mm. So I apologize. Um, I'm pretty sure that it was planning every evening. Oh, and yeah, I did yeah. do that, so. Um, I For went the to the day. dentist this morning. I have not been flossing my teeth. He said he couldn't tell. What? I was like, well, good. Okay, I'm done then. <laughs> I made it 20 weeks. <laughs> no, you keep going. <laughs> Just so you know. Because he, he was like, how, how have you been doing with flossing and brushing? I was like, I brush. And sometimes I floss. I was like, I used to floss when I went to work because I would floss in my car. Now I don't drive to work. So now I don't floss. I was but like, I think I should have figured that out in the last year, like another time to mm-hmm. floss. But I just really haven't. So I like leave the flossers there to be like, oh yeah, floss. I should do that. But it hasn't, haven't created a habit. He's like, it's, he's like, I've heard that all year long. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe his standard of like what flossing look like has Mm -hmm. gone down because 90% of patients aren't doing it anymore. Yeah. Um, and didn't you have a goal this week to stay home? Yes. Did you? Yeah. I thought I was going to fail, but then, oh, what happened? Um, well, things didn't happen. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. It was great. So, um, yeah, I mean, on Tuesday, staying home also includes, like, walking around my neighborhood, like, going on a walk, right? Yeah. So I walked on Tuesday, and I walked on Wednesday, and then um, I had something planned on Thursday that fell through, which was totally cool. (laughs) Gotta love those. (laughs) And then Friday came, but uh, my sister came over, so I also feel like that's... Yeah. I stayed home. Mm -hmm. She came over. Um, and we just, you know, chilled as sisters do sometimes. Um, so it was actually really good. I thought I was going to fail on that one. And then my only other one was, um, being ready for Monday morning, um, which I had, like, I have food to eat, meal prepped, meal prepped food. I have clean clothes. That's Um, always a benefit. Yep. Always good. (laughs) And, um, my room's mostly clean, right? Standard. And then... I've written in most of my journal, like up until the wedding. Then it just yeah. In the just, wedding, you probably have a lot. To I have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm gonna try and wrap that up today, tomorrow, sometime. But good. Yeah. Sweet. Um. So I had three goals with my floor and ceiling goals, and I didn't write them somewhere that I would see them, so I <laughs> forgot completely about them. So my floor goal was to drive to Mill Creek. My ceiling goal was to run the top of Mill Creek. My floor goal was to edit the audio for Edie and Carter. My ceiling goal was to send them the audio. And then my floor goal was to read for five minutes. And my ceiling was to read 50 pages. So, um, did not do that, but that's okay. But you guys, guess what? So, I found out my closing date. (gasps) They said estimated closing date is around July 8th. Okay. And then they have a door on my place now. So, mm-hmm. like a front door. Yeah. Cool. It doesn't have a handle, but progress. <laughs> all the electricals done and all the cool. heating. I know. It just got me super excited. Oh yay! You can kind of see like the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it's nearing. Um. Also, lagoon this weekend. If anyone wants to join, oh, went on Saturday and there were not as many people. Except oh. for guess what ride was insane because it was sunny and hot. The, and the log ride. Not the log. Well, the log ride was long, but Rattlesnake Rapids went all the way down around the corner and down past Dippin' Dots, almost to Pioneer Village. That's a long line. Have you That's seen a that very long? long line? 
Um, I haven't been to Lagoon for a long time. <laughs> so that geography means nothing. But Mary, you get the long ride. Long ride. That's a yeah. long ride. Yeah, right? That is for shizzle yeah. long. So I think everyone was just like, it's shizzle. warm. I want to be in the heat. So also, if you have any quarters, bring them because my new hobby is going to be spraying people as they go down Rattlesnake Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay to do that? <laughs> 25 cents. <laughs> to spray people? Uh-huh. That's where they make all their money at Lagoon. Yeah. Yeah. Games. So, I thought you meant get like a spray bottle and as people walk past you, you're just no, going to spray but them. you do the spray and then they get so drenched. Who did you go with this weekend? Jillian again. So. Oh, nice. Okay, um, so that was for this week. Let's, let's see. We're at 620. Okay, so let's talk about this next week's goals. Okay, but start with somebody else. I'm still solidifying mine. I think Josh went first. Yep. I can go first. Yep. Okay, so s- spring's here. I'm gonna do a little spring cleaning. Oh, oh that just sounds so. Cause you cleaned good. out your closet, right? Yeah. All so, done with that. So here's, so if somebody gives you a gift and they're no longer mm-hmm. in your life, it's okay to throw it away, right? Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Even if they're still in your life and it doesn't Go bring you joy, okay, you can get cool. rid of it. My grandma just gave me a salad me. spinner. I never used the spinner, so I got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I could have used that. I know. Spouncers are great. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. So last year, when I moved in, I put all my hangers one way. Oh, yeah. And then when I was using them, I put them the other way. And so I looked at all the clothes that were facing that same way and cleaned out the dust off the hanger. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do I really need this? And I'm like, eh. So I got... Here, go through those um and then go through my room and garage a little bit better read each day so i have a new book that i'm actually reading physically mm. um which is soundtracks and so i got through chapter one over the weekend and want to go through that quickly hopefully um and then i just want to go mountain biking at least once this week well maybe twice we'll go twice because i missed last week and um i'm going dancing again wednesday where do you go again the westerner Mm -hmm. so if you want to meet josh he'll be there (laughs) (laughs) on wednesday at 9 p.m 9 p.m don't you go at I'm nine? never on time. The on. 10, no. 10.30 p.m. <laughs> no, so. it be like 10 or something. He'll buy you a Shirley Temple. <laughs> a virgin. Well, Shirley no, those Temple are Temple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right when I said that, I'm like, wait. Um, do you want to go or do you want to Yeah, buy grab mine now. So I'm going to work out three times. Um, I'm going to eat at home except for Saturday night. Um, check out a real book like an in-person book and Which i'm gonna one? do you know um what's the title of it it's it's a world war ii historical fiction pinocchio uh no <laughs> is that world war ii i have no I idea i feel like I that could know. be pinocchio <laughs> but it's, what you said? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's um i had it on i had it digital but i was like you know what i just miss holding a book in my hand um it's world war ii and it's about these women who um, decoded yeah. Hitler's messages. Cool. I can't remember what it's called, but it's good because I already know the author of other books that she's done. So, yep. And then my last one is I am working on being more cheerful. So, I like your earrings, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I got them at this. She really just did cool a little head turn. You guys can see it. So we went when we were down exploring. There's this place called Parowan Gap. It's really cool with like petroglyphs and things. But in Parowan, there is this old motel that's been converted into an antique shop, and each room is a different thing. And this one had, this one room had all these like jewelry and just artsy stuff made by people in the community so somebody handmade these cool it was fun so yeah those are my goals um this week i um so i'm working on my career growth career growth that's one of my bigger projects so i have two interviews this week that are gonna take just a lot of prep work i have to like teach something i have to have like a work sample um, I have, anyways, have to do 
a lot of prep work for them. So that's kind of like the main thing for this week. Um, but I have two magazines I need to read and throw away. And I'm in the middle of my Spanish book, so I'll keep on reading that. Um, and then one of my goals, right, is to like live more wholeheartedly and to like love life and to act like a kid. And I do not have time to celebrate Cinco de Mayo this week, but I am doing it because it's Cinco de Mayo. And yeah. so you should eat tacos on Wednesday. Love it. So I'm going to throw that in there because I feel like that should be done, whether I have time to do it or not. That's how we're living. Everybody has time for a taco. Right? Right. I might not have time to make it. I might not have time to like meal prep and invite a bunch of people over and throw a party (laughs) and play Loteria, but I'm going to eat that taco. (laughs) Taco Bell or Del Taco. Close enough. Yeah. I'm going to try to make it a little more authentic. Do you miss it? Because when you taught school, didn't you celebrate? Oh, yeah. 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 Taught him what Cinco de Mayo really is. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely celebrated. I mean, I've always celebrated Cinco de Mayo because tacos. Why mm-hmm. not, right? But um, the the amount or the size of the party has varied greatly over the years. And this year, it's just probably going to be me and a taco. It's hard because <laughs> it's Wednesday. Right. And right. so it's not like a weekend. Mm-hmm. Adulting's yeah. gone hard. And I didn't realize it was Cinco de Mayo until yesterday yeah and i was like oh no oh no must must put this on the calendar <laughs> when it was may the f- may 1st yeah yeah that's when i realized we had a secret of mayo party and we had loud spanish music and we told all our neighbors that's appropriate mm-hmm. um if it gets too loud please give us a call and not call the cops <laughs> yeah right we did not anticipate the person behind the field like you have the backyard filled and then yeah. that's, that's how like, loud your music was <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious so also if you want to see josh on cinco de mayo just listen for his music <laughs> yeah i just totally spaced it until now actually <laughs> so um, get your playlist ready <laughs> yeah so those are all your goals right yep. Um, I'm just doing one. Um, so I really want to get all my stuff organized because I'm walking over boxes still. It's not as much of a fire hazard, but it just like I need to get it done. So um, my floor goal is five minutes of organizing and my ceiling goal is to have it completely finished. So I'll probably get somewhere in the middle. Good, good. Great. Yeah. So we have a guest tonight. Her name's Lisa Lindbergh. And I interviewed Lisa a couple years ago for my Notable Peeps podcast because I was super impressed with Lisa. At the time, she had just graduated with her um, master's and had taken, or maybe it was her bachelor's, I don't remember. But it had taken a little bit of time because she was like paying for it all herself and she was doing these cool internships and stuff. And she's just someone that has always been very goal-oriented. And lately, she has done some um, bodybuilding competitions. And it's just cool. I'm always admire someone that like has a goal and goes after it, um, but it's been cool to like hear about her progress. So we're gonna give her a little call right now. I don't know. Why I say little. I always add little to things. <laughs> Makes it cute. Makes oh. it so cute. <laughs> hey Steph, how are you? Good. How are you, Lisa? Good. I am good. Hopefully you can hear me. Okay, I've got my headphones yes you're great so i was just telling my friends here about how i interviewed you for notable peeps so i'm gonna introduce you to everyone that's sitting here with me so to to my left i have josh josh say hello hello (laughs) how are you i'm good (laughs) thanks josh (laughs) and straight across from me i have meredith also known as ginger cat hey hi meredith (laughs) (laughs) and then to the right is heidi Hello. Hello, hello. So, um, and Lisa, I just wanted to start by, so I talked about how you've always been like super ambitious. When I interviewed for you for Notable Peeps, was that graduating with your bachelor's or your master's? That was my bachelor's, but I was going immediately into my master's. Okay, that's what I I thought, but it was just cool because you had like, I don't know, you had all these, like, experiences, and you were like, I didn't get done right at my early 20s, you know? You were in your more mid-20s, but you had all these experiences along the way. And I just love that you're someone that, when you set a goal, you go after it, even if it, like, is super hard. So, um, 
So I wanted to start by I was creeping on your Instagram. <laughs> and you just you just had a, a um, picture at the end of your last competition, which was on March 20th. And you said, I did it. And I didn't just do it. I changed. I progressed. I improved. I'm, I'm impressed with the physical developments. And I'm grateful for the emotional ones. There's no going back, just forward. And I love that because you're like, I didn't just like do it, but you changed. And so I want you to take us back to another Instagram post. So I'm gonna go back even further. You talked about how the, the summer of 2019 was when you were trying to be more secure in your skin. So it seems like this might be like where all this journey of bodybuilding starts. So do you want us to take us back there or whenever it started? Yeah. Sure. No, I think 2019 is a pretty solid place to start just because, I don't know, like, I was turning 29 that summer, and I just did not feel good about myself um, at all. Like, I I didn't have a lot of self-esteem, and I was really scared about doing things that were physical which is kind of silly because I was still going to the gym back then and working out I was pretty good at power lifting um but I didn't like it's kind of shallow I didn't like the way that I looked and I didn't like the way that I felt either it just felt like I don't know I I would move and I would feel my entire body move (laughs) I can't really explain it but it just I didn't like it. And so when people would ask me to go and like play sports or go on hikes and, and do stuff outside, I kind of shied away from it. Um, and it really affected a lot of relationships and just different things. And so when that summer rolled around, I um, had had a pretty rough dating experience which I feel like is the catalyst for a lot of things when you're in your single <laughs> Amen. <20s>. <laughs> nothing's <laughs> more motivating like, it's sort of yeah it like drops you to your knees right and you're like ah screw all of this and so um it was a little bit of like a revenge thing where I was like I'm gonna get back at everybody it's <laughs> like just like hurt my feelings um and I'm gonna show them and in the process I ended up showing myself like what I was made of more than anything um, but yeah, that's that's where it started. I was like, well, I'm going to show them. And it's going to be like a revenge body. <laughs> um, but I kept going with it because I fell in love with it and the confidence that it has given me and just kind of like the, um, what's the word? The discipline. It takes a ton of discipline. And those are the things that I appreciate about it the most. So. So do you want to tell us a little bit about the competitions? Because some people may not know about bodybuilding. And I think that bodybuilding sometimes has a a bad rap. And you talked about that in your thing. (laughs) And so maybe just break down like what your routine was like and how you actually kept these goals. Because had you done anything that rigorous, if I can say that, to that point? Or was this like a new fitness challenge for you? Oh my gosh, this was such a new challenge because I had the workouts down. I mean, I've been going to the gym four to six times a week for like five, what are we in 2021? So about six years now, mm-hmm. but you have to be really rigorous. It's a great word with your nutrition. And that's where I struggled. Um, I was definitely like an emotional eater <laughs> and enjoy the freedom of just like going out and having whatever I want. Um, the bodybuilding is pretty structured and um, it does get a bad rap. People either think that you're on roids or you have an eating disorder, um, which kind of gets true towards the end of your comp- like towards your competition dates, um, which is a little unfortunate. But then if you're a female and you say that you're a bodybuilder, people think that you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not that's not true. So, um, the way it works is at least for the women, there's, um, one, two, three, there's four different divisions you can compete in. So there's bikini, which is basically like the entrance level. Um, and they're looking for something specific. They're looking for, I kind of, I call it like the sports illustrated look. So it's 
lean muscle mass. You don't, you're not bulky, um, but you have like some definition, but there's still like a certain like feminine softness to you. And then there's the wellness division, which is the division that I now compete in. And that's for women who have uh, lower body build. And so it actually came out of South America. They developed the division for the women in Brazil because they tend to be um, a little thicker through like their hips and their thighs. And then you can go up from there, there's figure and they're looking for more sculpted shoulders. And then um, there's women's physique, which is where uh, that like more Arnold image kind of comes through. And I don't think it's like gross or anything. They're just very muscular women and it takes a lot of effort for them to be able to develop like that, which is amazing. Um, but the way it starts is typically you do like a season of building. So you go four months to a year and you're eating in caloric surplus. So I'm like, you're just eating like chicken and beef and rice in like high quantities. And the point is to get your muscles developed. And then you go through a season of cutting, which is um, about four months long. And that's all about shredding off the body fat that comes naturally when you build muscle. And that's where things get really hard. Bulking is super, for a lot of people, is really easy. <laughs> but cutting, it's the worst because like, as you start, you're like, oh, I'm feeling really good. And your calories are getting cut maybe like 50 cows each week for a little bit. And then all of a sudden you hit this point with your body where you're in such a deficit versus the energy output at the gym that it really starts to wear you down physically and you just get tired and you're edgy. You like don't have a lot of patience for things and you start to just live at the gym because you're going in the morning and you're working out and you're doing your first hour of cardio and then you're going to work and doing that. And then you have to go do another hour of cardio and you're not eating anything. And so it gets really tough. It's a mental challenge, I think, at the end more than anything. Wow. Yeah. I would be so um, hungry. <laughs> like it's kind of it's it's funny it's a first world problem and you know it's a first world problem when you actually have the option of starving yourself it's a sick joke to make but there's a lot of truth to it like nobody in their in their right mind would would choose to do this all the time but it's yes there's a group of us out there that get some sort of gratification from it so so after your competition do you have like a big cheat meal Yes. So the day of the show, you don't drink any water. You can't because it causes bloating and stickiness to your skin. And so you just like sip on it. And that whole week is kind of like that. Just keeping your food intake to a minimum. Um, so the show ends and you're allowed one big meal. So like the first time I competed, there's this classic picture of me with three pieces of Cheesecake Factory cheesecake in front of me. <laughs> and I, uh, shameless, by the next morning, those three pieces of cheesecake were gone, like just in a flash. Cause I'd spent a year cutting for that show. It took me a year to lose the amount of weight that I needed to, to compete. And then this last one that I did in March, I was like, I just want to go home and like, wash the gross tan off and be in my sweats and have like a bunch of pizza. So I had Costco pizza and Crave cookies and <laughs> I think Oreos after my show this time. And it was really great because I literally just like bummed around my house in my sweatpants with, with pizza in one hand and a cookie in the other. <laughs> nice. So I think like in hearing you talk about this because like that is a lot of discipline, right? Like and but like what made you want to do this goal where you're like who in the right mind wants to like starve themselves <laughs> at the end or whatever like why do you love this why did this become a goal um well my little brother is actually the one that encouraged me to do a bodybuilding competition so he has been competing for about six years and 
after my bad dating experience and just the kind of like the depression that I was in that summer of 2019, he, he was like, you know, Lisa, I think you should do a bodybuilding competition. Even if you just compete once, like there's something about having a goal in mind, um, and just finishing it and putting your energy towards that instead of focusing on the areas of your life that you feel like you can't control and that aren't going the way that you want them to. And I think that was such wise advice because I'm a bit of a control freak. And so I can't control other people, but through the process, I've learned to control my control controllables. So like the, the things in my life that I can't, like I can control waking up every morning and choosing to go to the gym. I can control choosing to eat healthy. Um, I can even control like when I have a treat and not letting it get out of hand. Um, I can control all of those things that are in my immediate circle. And it takes mental fortitude in order to do that and to feel like you're in control of something versus what's coming at you in life controlling you. And that's what has kept me going with it. That's what um, has really helped to push me. Like, I just know that this is something that is within my control and it's something I'm choosing to do. It's not something that anyone is expecting of me. It's, it's not something that, um, I mean, really, it's not going to like earn me money <laughs> at some point. It's just, it's a hobby for me. And it's one that gives me a lot of purpose. And But how do you get up and go to the gym or, like, do your goals when you don't want to, when you're feeling lazy? Like, we want to pick your brain. Like, how do you stay motivated <laughs> when, like, you don't want to? Oh, my god! Or do you always have I mean, the desire? Do you just wake up every day no. and you're like, oh, I can't <laughs> wait to go to the gym? Do you have a trainer? Um, so I have a coach I work with, um, it, there's no in-person training, um, just because by the time I got into the sport, I was already like, I guess you could say like an advanced lifter. So I didn't need any coaching like that. Um, but I have a coach who, um, helps me with my meal plan. And then I check in with her once a week and she looks at what's happening to my body as far as like how it's sculpting out or developing and makes adjustments with my cardio or with my nutrition. And so that's one thing. I mean, I have a person that's that I have to be accountable to other than just myself. Um, and I pay her. And so that's part of it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm spending the money. So I may as well like put some effort into this thing. Um, but it's really hard. Like I, um, I just went through like a pretty, pretty painful breakup and coming into the competition that like the gym was my motivator to keep going and like keep waking up every day. But it's kind of sad because when the competition ended, I lost a lot of motivation. Like you hit this goal and you're like, Oh my gosh, well, I'm not competing for another year. So does this really matter? And, and is this really important? And I find motivation to keep doing it in the sense that like, I know that I'm happy when I'm sticking to something. I know that I'm happy when I feel like I'm performing my best, even if it's not for anyone else, but myself. And so I think about that a lot. Um, it's like I said, it's still a struggle. Like I haven't been perfect <laughs> this time around coming off and like you have to reverse diet and it's exactly what it sounds like where you slowly add calories and carbohydrates back into your diet. Um, it can kind of mess things up if you, if you move too fast, but I, I had just carried around so much like sadness and emotional weight before the competition that it, um, my body was just kind of like, Hey, we need a break after the show. We need, we need you to give us some food. <laughs> we need you to re let us recover a little bit. And so I did. Um, like I said, it's been, it's been tough, but I just wake up. My alarm goes off at five twenty every morning and there's days and I lay there and I'm like, are you kidding? Like, is it, 
does it really matter if I just like skip today? My next competition isn't until April of 2022. Like one day isn't going to hurt anything, but, um, there's another thought that comes in and it's like, yeah, but if you, if you take a break now and you just go because you don't want to, like, you know, it's going to be easy to fall into this habit again where you just stop doing it. So you may as well keep going with it. So I don't know if that answers your question. I don't know if it's, no, it totally if does. it's super motivational either. But the other thing I do as soon as I wake up is I make my bed. And I like, it's, it may seem kind of silly, but I like when you're a missionary, you know, your, <laughs> your alarm goes off at 630 and you're like, oh my gosh, this is just terrible. But um, I used to make my bed like around me when I was a missionary. Like I just sit there <laughs> and like tuck in my sheets, like my blanket. And it's the one, it's like, as soon as that bed is made, my day starts and I've already accomplished one very small task for the day. And that helps me to feel like, okay, I can go accomplish this one workout. I can go accomplish this one meal I have to cook. I can go accomplish this one thing at work. And so it's been developing a pattern of, I think, just breaking my days down into increments to get through it instead of trying to tackle it all at once. Like you can't go into a a 16 week, week prep and try and tackle it all at one time. Like you can't, you can't do it. Otherwise you'll just overwhelm yourself. You won't be happy with your results. Um, it's hard to keep going, but if I stop looking so much into the future and just say, okay, I'm up, it's five twenty. I know I can make my bed in five minutes. That's one task that's done. Boom. I know like the next thing to do on the list is to go to the gym and I can do that. It only takes me an hour. Boom. Like, that helps me to get through that day. And then every day that you get through takes you through a week and then a month. And then the next thing you know, a year and a half has gone by and you've competed in two bodybuilding competitions. There was, um, Tim Ferriss wrote a book about like, uh, um, something about Titans. And one of the generals in that book, he's like, I always make my bed because it's the one of the things I like to do the first thing in, in the morning, I f- accomplish it. But on the other side is like when he goes to bed and that day could just be full, full of failures. He's like, I look at my bed and he's like, that's right. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a book by a Naval Admiral that my mom gave me for Christmas called make your bed. It's really short but it's really good. And it's, it's like how small things can like change your life and potentially change the world. And he starts off by saying something very similar. Like he got up every day and he, and he made his bed and he's like, okay, well, at least I accomplished something today. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't matter if it's the smallest thing, but I, I at least did this. Can you eat hot dogs and s'mores now? Yes, and I couldn't before too. It just has to fit into my macros. Um, I just, I just mean it's summertime, so you can join us. Oh yeah, I, no, I know I'm you've right. got some big adventures coming up, but until then, when we have fires, I, you can come I'm play. Sorry. I think, like, give me all the ice cream. Give me, I make a killer s'more, like hot dogs, hamburgers. I couldn't eat them last summer because I was prepping for a competition and I learned the hard way I will never do a competition at the end of the summer ever again <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. no it, it's not worth it well okay for some people it is but for me I was like this is this is dumb it's like fourth of July I'm supposed to be like devouring fried chicken and instead <laughs> I'm over there with like this like sad piece of salad and like this little tiny thing of turkey just you know like <laughs> Oh, woohoo! God bless America that I have this freedom to choose this really sad salad. <laughs> so, what was your biggest hurdle in getting to it all? And maybe you've covered it, but like, what was your biggest in reaching your goal? Whether your goal was to be a winner, winner, chicken dinner, or just to even enter the competition? Like, what was. What was the thing you feared the most and overcame or like? Um, honestly, like I, 
oh gosh it's a little it's kind of like it's like hard to talk about just because I, like some people are like oh it's just a breakup like breakups don't matter but um they hurt I, I mean, <laughs> cult, they, they use totally a very do, different muscle mm-hmm. if it's just like my like I turned 30 last year and so now I'm just like old and frail <laughs> my heart is like old and frail now too it just like makes it worse um but that was the hardest thing for me so we broke up at the beginning of February and my competition was at the end of March so I was right in the middle of my prep and it already like the prep already was a little rocky um just because I'd also started working a second job and so I was more tired than normal and it it was a little harder this time to like to cut down on my body fat so I felt like I just had to push way harder than I did before and when that breakup happened it it just rocked my world like I feel like because it came out of nowhere I was just flipped on my head and couldn't really find my sense of direction and it's really hard when you're prepping to take the time that you need to like rest and heal from an emotional trauma like that because you can't do it in a normal way I mean usually the gym would be a place where like I felt safe and could go and just like lift however I wanted and go eat a donut after and be fine but I was stuck in this thing of like oh my gosh like the gym is the place that I have to be right now because I've registered for the show and I don't have this other option of going out and just like eating a donut because I've registered for the show. And so I was really trying, I was fighting that and I was fighting the sense of like climbing a mountain by myself. Um, I remember talking to my mom about this quite a bit. Like when, when you keep succeeding in life, but you're like reaching milestones essentially by yourself, like you don't have a partner, it gets tiring. It's just sort of taxing. And I had had it in my head that this person would see me through to the end of it and be my rock, like be the person that texted me and asked me how things were going or how my check-ins were with my coach and pushed me and motivated me and then watched me succeed. And instead it ended up just being me and the day of the competition um like I tried I tried not to let things get to me too much but um I got really like sick towards the end um about a week before competition I actually lost a lot of the hair and like the underside of my head along the nape of my neck and my body just started to give out and my coaches were pretty sure it was just due to the amount of emotional stress I was under. And it makes sense because like I said, I wasn't really able to release any of that um, through normal means. And so we decided I would compete anyway because I was so close. And like at that point it was like, oh, I have nothing to lose. So anyway, I tried to not think about things too much and just get on stage and do my thing. But right before I got on stage, I... I had this like memory of me and the guy that I was dating just pop up in my head and it rattled me. I was like, oh my gosh, you are not supposed to be here right now. Like you chose not to be here. I don't like, I don't know what to do with you. And so I'm like, like walking out on stage and there's lights and like all this noise. And I feel like I had to stare down that memory and that fear of being alone and just look it in the face and be like, it doesn't matter. Like what matters is that I made it and that I am on this stage, but like you have no place here. And as soon as I thought that and collected myself, I was fine. I made it through my posing routine and confidently walked off stage. And then I went over and I sat by my mom and um, I just started like crying my my friends had left my mom and I were getting ready to leave 
and I looked at her and I was like, mom, I think that was the hardest thing I've ever done. Like having, having to stare that in the face and say like, I'm up here regardless of what had happened and regardless of like how alone I feel like I did it anyway. And that's that. Like I think that was the hardest thing about the competition this time around was just trying to, to fight it by myself. He sucks. He does not deserve you. That loser. Whoever he is. No, but I like, I love that. I think the power of like self-talk, right? Like, and that you were able to be like, no, like this is not going to be, you don't have a part of this, you know? Cause I think that we forget how powerful our minds are. Yeah. And, um, and so I love that, that you were able to do that. And yeah, thanks for sharing your hardest hurdle with us. Yeah. Of course. Well, and it, it goes back to why I even started it in the first place. Like, I, I started the road of bodybuilding to gain some confidence and to prove to myself that I was worth something and I could do hard things. And so it, it's like I owed it to myself this time around to stay true to that and to not let the actions of another person affect me because if I hadn't competed in March in in a sense like and it's not about competition like competing with another person and being like oh I'm so much better I don't want it to sound like that but it's like if I didn't finish the goal and make it and follow through with what I had set out to do then the situation that he created would have won and it would have defeated my purpose of starting in the first place which is like I said, to gain that confidence in myself that I can do hard things. And doing that and overcoming it and fighting through it to the very end and having it be the hardest thing that I've ever had to do is something that I can now look back on and and draw upon and be like, wait a second, I've done something so freaking hard and so painful that my hair fell out before that like I can do just about anything. And that's, it's an incredibly powerful, I think, uh, resource to have in my little toolbox. And you look at that with like anything with like ultra marathons or marathons or 5Ks. Like, I think that there's just something about proving to ourselves that we can overcome that mental like barrier and achieve our goals. And I think that like I had talked to you about this on a walk, but how you talked about how the reason that you started, you know, was it was revenge. You're like, well, I'm going to be so hot, you know? (laughs) And I think it's hard when it's like, like if people look at pictures of you, you're so like toned and defined and like you are such a babe. Right. And I think that that's sometimes hard when it's like, wait, I'm like, the best I've ever looked and I'm like and you're like doing awesome in your career and like everything like it's like all around spiritually like your best and then doesn't work out with someone and it's like wait what what happened there like you know I think that that sometimes is harder than if you're like oh well it, yeah I know what I need to do to change you know yeah yeah I there's so much truth to that where you're just like wait a second I am like you get to the point where you're like I am fine just as I am, like in whatever stage of life, but like you kind of like, you're like, I've arrived. Hello. (laughs) What are you doing? Where's my reward? Um, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're just like, oh, never mind. But it's, you want to change stuff, right? Like you want their, you want like an, an answer to be like, oh, if you just do this one thing different, then maybe you'll end up in like a successful relationship. And like, the truth is that the only successful relationship you need to have is with yourself. And that's when other things just kind of like fall in line. And I'm learning that coming into my thirties and I'm learning that coming into bodybuilding too. I mean, it's awesome that I freaking like got up there and I, I crushed it. Like I was in better condition this time around going through something harder than I was the first time I competed back in August of 2020 which is amazing. Um, but I didn't even win. It's like, I didn't take first place. I am not nationally qualified and I could care less. Like, I don't care. I stood up there and was like crying on stage, getting third place 
Because I was like, you, none of you even know what it took for me to get here. I do. I carry that with me. And in, in that sense, like, I am the winner because I beat myself. I beat myself emotionally. I beat myself physically. Like, I beat myself mentally and spiritually. I, I came out better than I was entering. And that's what matters. Like, you don't, you can give yourself a gold medal for what you've accomplished and only you know what it took to get there. I've had those challenges in life where I just think if only people really knew what it took to get here, mm-hmm. they'd be so proud of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. But I'm proud of me and we should all be proud of ourselves. I'm know? proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Woo! So what's your advice to someone that they're working on their goals and maybe they're like killing it right now and not feeling that lack of motivation, but you know, tomorrow they may not be killing it. (laughs) And whatever their goal might be, what's your advice to them to keep them going? Um, Motivation is like the ocean. It It comes in waves, but just because like the waves are like pulling out from the sand doesn't mean that you can't like feel the water under your feet sort of thing um it's going to come back that that motivation will absolutely come back you don't need to chase it you just need to keep going with with what it is that you're doing and just it's like just stand there in the sand and let them like let the motivation come back when it's supposed to i think i think that's a big thing like just letting it come like i said as it's supposed to and and as it may and if you're always chasing that feeling of being motivated then you're never going to be satisfied because it won't it's like it'll never be enough so just let it be enough for a little while here here that was very wise yeah I like that comparison. Well, you know, <laughs> I have carbs in me now, and I'm thinking straight, and it's really great. <laughs> well, Lisa, if someone wants to be your friend, or if they listen to this, they're like, I want to date that girl. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> how can they contact you? What's your Instagram? I mean, um, really, though, no creepers message her, just if you're... <laughs> Oh, no, they wouldn't, they wouldn't dare. They'd like look at one picture and then a couple more and they'd be like, no, <laughs> this girl is too real. She cray. I can't handle it. Um, but no, I mean, for real, if people want like real social media posts, they can find me and I'm fit underscore as underscore Dutch. What? Tell me about that handle. Where does that come from? Well, instead of like fit as fa, you know, uh, like, uh, <laughs> it is, I'm I'm Dutch and I'm super proud of my Dutch uh, heritage, and so it's fit as fit as Dutch. Okay. Yep. Okay. Sweet. Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. I feel like we all like our heads have been nodding. I've seen some notes being taken. Like we all learned from you today. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's it's really cool to be able to talk about these experiences and and have people that appreciate them. So that's awesome. I think what you guys do is so cool. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Well, I will send you an email with the links for this. Um, and we'll have to play before you move. So. Yes. Uh, and then when I move, you have to come play because my niece is determined that I'm going to buy a house that has a pool. It's the only oh, reason sweet. she's going to come visit me. So, yep. Everybody party in Arizona. Woo-hoo! And Heidi lived in Arizona for a bit. I did, what? and you will have what a pool. Part? Everybody has a pool. You can't survive without one. So, <laughs> so just accept the reality <laughs> and uh, find one that has a pool. She asked what okay. part. Oh, I lived over in Goodyear, so on the west side of Phoenix. Yeah, I'm moving to Avondale. No way! Yes, I taught I'm... school in Avondale. Where? Oh my gosh. Avondale, that's so great. Yeah. Yeah. That's... No, that's exciting. I like definitely drove through Goodyear looking at some houses but I got hired to be the business development manager for Avondale City and so I was just down there last week cool um I taught at Alafria High School which is in Avondale so yeah yep I definitely looked at a house across the street from there cool gosh that's awesome small world coming out of the woodwork but live on the west side of Arizona by the way I didn't even know that there was a difference between the west side of Phoenix and the east side I just figured it was like Mesa was just like the Mecca (laughs) it is the Mecca but some people don't live in the Mecca we live on the west side (laughs) 
because less traffic over there. It's fine. I'll yes, stay. absolutely. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, we'll have to do a fire, and then you can meet all of these guys in real life. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'd love to do that. So, okay, sweet. Well, you have a lovely night. You too. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye. Anything you guys wow. learned from her? Yep. Well, it was kind of like, um, you know how you learn something and you forget mm-hmm. it? Like the whole making the bed thing. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a great thing. <laughs> I'm like, I remember that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm glad that she actually, well, she does it and she remembers. <laughs> I, I'm a lazy bed maker. <laughs> I make mine. Yeah. Mama Shul makes hers because I make mine. <laughs> True that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a note that I think you wrote down that I liked. I didn't write it down because I didn't think about writing it down, but it was at the beginning and it was really good. Uh, the control your controllables? Yes, that is exactly what it yeah, was. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Just do what you can do, right? And there's mm-hmm. some things that you can't control and there's some things you can. And so if you can, do it. And if you can't, don't worry, worry about, about it, it. Right? Yeah. Like, you can't stress about that. Right? That's where I think, like, the anxiety. Yeah. The things that shut you down come from is that. And there's just, you can do about them. I also wrote down, oh, she said, I know I'm happy when I'm performing my best, even if no one else sees it. Yep. And, right, so, and I think that that comes down to goals a lot. Just, I know, even though I want to stay in my bed, and I want to just go back to sleep, and I want to sleep in until... 30 minutes before work starts and I, you know all of those things like I know I'm happiest when I'm doing the hard work to eat healthy and to exercise and to like have that self-control and, mm-hmm. and things like that and so but it's reminding yourself of that because it's easy to not want to do that well especially if it's in the morning like the motivation in the moment of you know you're warm and cozy in your bed even though you have the motivation, you have the the game plan, you have to remove all hiccups that might stop you. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's easy to not get out of bed when you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to wear. I don't Like if it's to work out. Yeah, I don't yeah. have my stuff together. I don't know what I'm going right. to do. But if you have that game plan, you eliminate a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And I did love... Um, just we kind of had our own like silent shout out over here <laughs> when, when she talked about um you know as a single person you you want to have these mutual goals with somebody or you want to have someone there that's going to to be there when you reach your goal or be there when you achieve it because they've been with you throughout it or someone who's going to like stick with you um and see what you've accomplished and even accomplish things together right um and it's hard when you don't it's really hard when you don't. Um, over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we uh, did our own little, like, preach, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I said. Yeah. I was like, preach. <laughs> yep. We get it. For sure. Um, two things that I liked. So I in my head, and this is something that I've tried to, like, tell myself that this is false for years, but it's still sort of, like, this mentality that I try to get rid of but I've always just been like oh when I'm down to my goal weight then I'll have a line up <laughs> at my door of gentlemen <laughs> suitors pursuing me the way that I want to be pursued and my pick of the litter but I think that um her story and just so many cool friends like it's not the case right like and how it's something that is out of our control but how she said that she like the control your controllables how she was like i have control over going to the gym what i'm eating you know like Mm -hmm. i'm spending my time and i love that metaphor of the ocean Mm -hmm. how just if you're standing there you can still feel like the water and to just let that motivation Mm mm-hmm I remember one time having a conversation about motivation. I think I just Marco Poloed my family. And I was like, guys, I have zero right now. I have no motivation. I don't know what to do about it. I can't, I can't get it from anywhere, right? Like usually I can like self-talk or like pep talk, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And I'm, I just can't, I just have no internal motivation. And my sister-in-law was like, I don't think you have to have internal motivation. Sometimes you don't. That's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you just Can you find it. any external motivation? <laughs> you yeah. know, like, can you do anything that, um, you know, but I just loved that she was like, 
that's okay. Sometimes you don't have it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I was like, oh, all right. Sometimes you don't. And you you just have to be the one to get yourself up and to go. Yeah. And like I liked how she said, and the motivation comes back, yeah. just mm-hmm. like the waves come back. Yeah. So if you see me eating fries on my couch, hey, motivation's just out right now. <laughs> the moon must be up because it's low tide. I'm not feeling anything. What's going on? Low tide. I never understood low tide until I lived in Alaska. Low tide and high tide. It makes a difference, it right? Oh, it's like so. And the docks going up and down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just never understood it until I lived well, on a small live island. Land, so it makes sense. <laughs> yes. It's, it's not something a, you would learn. In yeah. Utah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't affect the lakes as much. <laughs> no. So, well, you guys, happy Monday. Um, and you know what? I was actually thinking today, I was like, I really am grateful. Like, Mondays are like a long day at work, but I do just like love like meeting together. And I'm grateful for you guys. So. Same. But remember to dream big, start small, and act daily. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. <laughs> Thank you.